You're listening to episode number eight of the Identity Factor podcast. I'm about to show you just how powerful your mind really is and give you the science behind it. Because as always, this isn't about some mystical spell or performing taboo rituals. It's all about how your brain actually functions. And your brain, your mind, your subconscious, however you want to refer to that part of you, it's more powerful than you can imagine. And the coolest part is, like I said, it's all explained by science. So be sure to listen to this one all the way through and discover what your mind can create today. Hi there, I'm Anthony Serino, and by joining this podcast, you've started a life-changing journey with me as your guide. You're now also part of a community of like-minded individuals who light this world with passion. As a high-performance coach and expert in habit modification, I've worked with amazing individuals from all over the world who have literally transformed their lives from within. As you listen to this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at my science-based approach to transformation. So one of the first things I want to talk about in this episode is your innate and powerful ability to heal both mentally and physically. I mean, have you even considered the fact that you have access to the same energy biological resources, and physiological mechanisms that that literally formed your organs in the womb from virtually nothing. Seriously, think about that for a second. Your lungs, your heart, your brain even, the most complex organ, more powerful than every supercomputer on this planet combined. All of it. It grew, it formed, it developed from two cells like these two cells small enough that you can't even see them with the human eye. Well, an egg cell is actually one of the biggest cells in the human body and it has a width similar to a strand of hair. So I guess technically you could see it with the naked eye, but that's besides the point. Anyways, whatever you want to call the driving force behind that process, it's simply amazing however you slice it. And listen, I'm not here to debate religion or the quote unquote source of life. But whatever religion you have or whatever your beliefs are, when you really start to look into all this from an objective perspective, you'll find a tremendous amount of crossover between science and whatever it is you believe in. Even the more esoteric and spiritual concepts you may have thought were unexplainable often do have a scientific explanation. But really, the most important question to ask yourself is not whether or not science can explain everything, but rather, how are your beliefs affecting your life? And I'm not just talking about religious beliefs, but all of your beliefs, about money, about yourself, about love, about life in general. Because your beliefs dictate what you do. They also dictate your perceptions and interpretations, how you think, and what you feel. And all of it becomes habituated by your brain and you end up developing these programs that run your life. And really a lot of us are operating based on old programming. So my goal is to help shift your beliefs only if you feel like you're not where you want to be in life. And if that's the case, that's when we can use subconscious reprogramming to shift those beliefs Not to my beliefs, but to the beliefs that you want and that are congruent with the outcome that you want. Then this is where the real change happens because now you can easily change your habits, which of course will change your life. In fact, there's 
really only two reasons and two reasons only why people come to me for help. Either they're doing things they know they shouldn't be doing and they continue to do those things despite telling themselves not to, or they're not doing things they know they should be doing. And that's why I bill myself as a habit modification expert, because everything you do, think, and feel is a habit, and habits can be broken, modified, and created. It's also why I've developed the habit modification formula, which is a free training for you to use to break those old wanted habits, including the habit of anxiety. Get access to it by visiting theanthonystrino.com forward slash free and entering your email there. With it, you'll learn my step-by-step science-based strategy for taking back control of all your habits. So if you've been feeling stuck and want to get unstuck, that's theanthonystrino.com forward slash free. And now, of course, we've already done a couple episodes on habits. So if you haven't listened to those ones yet, make a note to do so because there's a ton of actionable tips in those episodes that you can use to make immediate changes in your life. So I know I went on a bit of a tangent there and then threw in a call to action and sprinkled in some embedded suggestions, but let's circle back to talking about the power of your mind. And I'm going to make a bit of a bold but true and scientifically proven statement here. Your consciousness, your thoughts, your brain, it can bend and move the physical world around you. And I say that very seriously. And if that sounds crazy to you, or even unbelievable, buckle up because we are about to go on a ride. But it's okay, because remember, this is all science-based shit. Okay, before I get into all of that, let's talk about something I'm sure we can all agree on. And it's the fact that we each have a mind. And the model that I've found to be the best for transformational purposes is that there are two por- or two parts rather of that mind, the conscious analytical part, and then the subconscious or unconscious part, which is the creative emotional part and is responsible for running our habits. And we can use consistent conscious thought to develop habits at the subconscious level. Basically, the more you consciously think one way, the easier it becomes for your subconscious mind to execute the necessary functions that will will result in the outcomes you want. So as I like to say, change your habits and you change your life. And really what I mean by that is change your mind and you change your life. Because it's really quite simple. Think good thoughts and good will follow. Think negative thoughts and negative shit will follow. And two things real quick. First, I know I've said positive thinking doesn't work, and I've said that in previous episodes. But it's not about the thought per se, whether positive or negative. It's about the mechanism and process by which that thought affects your subconscious. Second, I know I inject a bit of science in these episodes. And this is all brain-based, but I want to simplify this for you. The law of your mind is this. It's that your subconscious mind must produce a reaction or a response congruent with the nature of your conscious thought. Now, the only caveat to that is your conscious thought must be consistent and repetitive in order for your subconscious to form the habits necessary for getting you from where you are to where you want to be. And of course, 
You may have heard me say this before, but those habits are activated via neural connections or neural pathways in the brain. So basically, all this means is you can't just think of what you want one time, whether it be health, wealth, happiness, the perfect body, whatever it may be. You have to keep your eyes on the prize. And it has to be as frequently as possible until seeing yourself in the outcome just becomes second nature to you. And here's a key takeaway that kind of just popped in my head here, because I I say this often, but you can't want what you're not thinking about. Consider that for a moment. You can't want what you're not thinking about. So what is it that you really want? What is your vision? What does your ideal life look like in a year from now, five years from now, 20 years from now? How would you feel and what would you be doing if you already had that life? Start crafting a vision for yourself right now and make it as detailed as possible because the more you consciously think about it and the more you envision the outcome that you want, the easier it gets for your brain to modify all your beliefs and modify all your habits in order to get you there. But let me put this another way. Your brain, it's a goal-seeking, goal-oriented, goal-achieving machine. But in order to help you achieve any goal, you must give your brain that goal. And I know that sounds so simple, But I can't tell you how many people come to me feeling, quote unquote, stuck, or they tell me they feel like they're on this hamster wheel of life. And I ask all of them, I say, well, what do you want? What's your vision? And they look at me and say, Anthony, I don't know, or I really don't have a vision. And telling me I want to be happy, that doesn't count because happiness is different for everyone. What is the specific outcome in life that you want to make happen? What does that happiness look like for you? Because if you don't give your brain the goal, like the goal that you want in detail and solidify it at a subconscious level via, you know, repetitive conscious thought or visualizing before you fall asleep at night or something like hypnosis, then how the hell is your brain supposed to know? how to make you operate on a day-to-day basis. Of course you feel stuck when you don't have a vision. Your brain is literally causing you to wander aimlessly. And it's because you haven't given it something to work towards. Your brain is like a GPS. What's the first thing you do when you need directions to somewhere and you pull up Waze or Maps or whatever GPS app you use? You give it the destination. That's it. You don't have to know the roads. You don't have to know the hazards. You don't have to know anything other than the destination because once your GPS has that, it guides you there accurately with little conscious effort on your part. It notifies you when to turn left, when to turn right. It tells you what the speed limit is. It even shows you if there's traffic or other hazards simply because you gave it the destination. And your brain works the same way, specifically the subconscious part of your brain. Give it the destination and it will get you there and it will often happen in ways that you couldn't have planned or even imagined. I mean, think about it. Have you ever had something great or positive just seemingly fall into your lap? A new client, a relationship, money, a business opportunity? I bet you have. And if you reverse engineer any of it, I can guarantee you didn't plan most of it. 
You simply just knew what you wanted. You had a vision and your brain executed. It brought you some version of whatever it was that you wanted. And some may even say the universe or God all conspired in your favor. Events happened, people came into your life, opportunities became apparent, and it all happened out of nowhere. It just happened. Which makes me wonder, really, if I should start getting into the quantum physics behind all of this. And I I guess I kind of have to, considering I said earlier in this episode that your consciousness can literally move the physical world around you. Which brings me to one of the most famous physics experiments of all time. It's called the double slit experiment. I'm not going to get into too much detail here because you can Google it and search it on YouTube and get a more robust explanation than what I'm about to give you. But go look up the double slit experiment. Basically, what scientists have discovered is that the outcome of the experiment was affected by their expectations of the experiment. And by simply observing the experiment, it affected the function of what it was they were observing. And in this case, what they were observing was light. And of course, as we know, like everything else in our 3D world, light is made up of particles and waves. So is your cell phone, so is your car, everything. So stay with me for a second. But more specifically, they were shooting individual particles of light. And once again, particles make up waves similar to how individual water drops make up a wave, they were shooting these individual particles through two separate slits in one wall, and the particles landed on another wall behind it. And then they were able to record where exactly those particles landed. When they observed the pattern the individual particles had made, they noticed an interference pattern had formed as though it were a wave. One way you could imagine an interference pattern is if you, let's say, drop two stones in the water at the same time near each other, and then those waves collided and affected each other. Really, they interfered with one another. But here's where it gets strange. Even when they had fired just one particle through the slits and observed where it had landed, it landed in an interference pattern as though it were a wave even though it had nothing interfering with it. However, when they set up a detector to determine which slit the individual particle actually went through and then measured where it would land, it acted as a particle, not as a wave. So as long as the measurements were taken before the particle hit the wall, it would act one way. But if they observed where it had landed, it would be a different result. Okay, (laughs) I I did my best to explain that there, but go search for the double slit experiment. Go search on Google or YouTube and you're going to find some great information. But I'm telling you all of this because science has proven that the physical world, which is simply made up of particles and waves, literally bends to our consciousness. And you've heard me say this before, and I'll say it many times after this, but your internal world creates your external world. And hopefully now you're starting to realize that I'm not saying that metaphorically or to sound nice because the cool part is from ancient Incan civilization to the Bible to modern scientific research, this has held up. And when this really clicks for you, that's where the power comes from. 
in knowing that you can literally design the life you deserve, in knowing that you no longer have to live reactively, you can very literally choose your experience. But this is why it's so important to always be auditing your thoughts and emotions. You reap what you sow. And whatever you're thinking about, both good and bad, will perpetuate. Your brain, your subconscious, like I said, it's a goal-achieving machine. However, it doesn't know the difference between a good or a bad goal. It simply shoots us towards whatever destination we've given it. If your vision of tomorrow is happy and successful, your mind will create that reality for you and propel you towards a happy and successful experience. But if you're focused on negativity, more negativity, of course, is going to follow. And here's the thing. Many of our goals are below the threshold of conscious awareness and come from the old programming we have. And your brain and nervous system are continuously leading you in the direction of those goals without you even being aware of it. So how does your brain get you from where you are to actually accomplishing those goals? Well, the most powerful resource your brain has are habits. And your brain activates specific habits based on thoughts, emotions, and behaviors it determines will help will help you get to your goal. And now, of course, I talk about habits all the time. I mean, I am a habit modification expert, and I actually go into uh, habits in more depth, I think, in episodes four and five. So go back and listen to those if you haven't already. But basically, everything you do, think, and feel is habituated by your brain, and every habit is executed via neural pathways specific to the habit that's activated. Okay, so let's take the smoker, for example. They've developed a habit of smoking and their identity or their self-image really, of course, is that of a smoker. And here's a key point. Your habits will always be congruent with your identity. So if you don't first change your identity or your self-image, how you see yourself, who and how you are being, it will be nearly impossible to develop new habits unless they are congruent with your identity. But for the smoker, the brain has programmed them really to achieve the subconscious goals of smoking. And it does this by habituating cravings, triggers, physical behaviors, and it all allows the smoker to smoke easily and without thinking. It happens automatically. So how do you become a non-smoker? Simple. You visualize yourself as a non-smoker, and you do this until that new self-image of being a non-smoker is so ingrained at a neurological level that your brain simply just deactivates all the old smoking habits and develops new ones congruent with being a non-smoker. And the best part is you don't need to concern yourself with what you think you need to do. Of course, acting as if can certainly help. But much in the same way you don't need to know the roads to get to your destination as long as you give your GPS the destination, is the same way your brain will steer you towards whatever goal you give it without you having to know what to do or what not to do. The same process for becoming a non-smoker actually is the same process for getting in shape and having that ideal body or eliminating that anxiety and becoming you know, someone who's not anxious all the time or having the income or business you want. Visualize the outcome you want with relentless consistency and your brain has to bring you there. And really, you can do this using your five senses. And what that does is it solidifies your vision, your goal, 
or your target, whatever you want to call it, and it does this at a neurological brain-based level. But when you when you do this, when you give your brain a clear goal, and like I just said, use your five senses, your brain must activate the thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that will get you to that goal. So you may be wondering how, how you do all of this. It's, it's really quite simple. Everybody can visualize, and really when I say visualize, I just mean imagine. Some people imagine by visualizing. Some people just know what they're imagining is supposed to be however it is it's supposed to be like. But I'm going to use the word visualize for a moment. A great time to visualize is right before falling asleep at night because you're in a similar relaxed brainwave state as when you're in the state of hypnosis. Now, I've given you all the information you need to create whatever life you want and achieve whatever goal, but I know it may seem unbelievably simple. But here's the thing. It really is that simple. It just takes a little conscious effort. All you have to do is start visualizing the outcomes and goals you want. And you must do it with relentless consistency. That's all it takes. And you'll begin to see that your brain produces these outcomes in ways that you couldn't possibly imagine. Now, to fast track all of it, of course, working with a trained hypnotist or a coach who uses subconscious reprogram techniques is the key to rapid transformation, but it's not necessary for transformation. And I may even talk about selecting the right coach or hypnotist in a future episode, but having a professional who can help facilitate these changes at a brain-based level will feel like you literally have an unfair advantage compared to the rest of the world. It's really some powerful shit. All right, so I bounced around a bit, but here are the key takeaways to remember from this episode. One, your brain is a goal-achieving machine, and it will move heaven and earth for you, literally. And it does this in an order in order to achieve the goals you give it. Second, this all starts with reprogram or reprogramming your subconscious via consistent visualization of the desired outcomes, or by using modalities like hypnosis. If it's only those two concepts that you get from this episode, I'm happy. But before we wrap up here, if you've listened to the other episodes, then you know this is the part where I ask you, what was the aha factor for you? What were the aha moments for you when you were listening? What is something you heard that sparked that sense of wonder and that sense of understanding all at the same time? Perhaps it's when you heard that your thoughts, your consciousness really, can literally move the physical 3D world around you. Or maybe you simply just have a new awareness that you actually have control over your external world and that you no longer need to live reactively. You can start designing the life you deserve. Either way, imagine how awesome life becomes as you start utilizing that intrinsic power of your own mind today. All right, that's it for episode number eight of The Identity Factor. I really want to thank you for joining me and choosing to interact with this podcast because I put a lot of time and effort into it, and I really do it all for you. So seriously, thank you so much. It means the world to me that you're here, and I just wanted to tell you that real quick. But next week's episode is going to be a bit of an extension of this episode, a part two really, because no matter how out there this episode may have seemed, It is so important you understand 
It's all scientifically proven and you can use it to literally create the world around you. Whatever experience you want in life, you can create it. That's how powerful your mind is. And it's a tangible process supported by physics. But this episode was sort of an overview. And I think we should really get into some of the nuances of what it takes to actually unleash the power of your own mind. Of course, we talked about visualization, and that's really all you need. But I think we can get into a little more detail next time. So be sure to subscribe and be one of the first to listen to next week's episode. For show notes and more details on any of these episodes, head over to theanthonystorino.com and click on the podcast page. If you're the type of person who likes to get involved in a community of like-minded individuals, come join our free group Inside the Identity Factor on Facebook. Also, stay up to date with the latest content by following me on Instagram. If you have questions, I'm here to help. You can email me at support at theanthonystorino.com and I may even feature your question on an upcoming episode. Finally, I do have one small ask. My passion is serving others. And by you tuning in, I know you may be someone who wants to serve others as well. We can grow together and help more people by spreading the word about this podcast. So please subscribe, share it, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening. I genuinely appreciate your support. Thanks for being here.